You're listening to Wikisleep, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host and founder of the podcast, Adrian Sala. I'm really glad you've chosen this episode, and I hope you enjoy it. But I wanted to jump in quickly to let you know that the Wikisleep app is now available on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. If you head to wikisleep.com, there are quick links to download it so you can access this episode in full, ad-free, as well as more content and features. The Wikisleep app is free to download and try for a month, and with each subscriber, I'm able to create more content like this to help you sleep better. That's wikisleep.com. Today's story, The Stonewall Riots. The Stonewall Riots were a series of spontaneous demonstrations by members of the gay community in response to a police raid that began in the early morning hours of June 28, 1969, at the Stonewall Inn in the Greenwich Village neighborhood of New York City. The riots are widely considered a watershed event that transformed the gay liberation movement and the 20th century fight for LGBTQ rights in the United States. In the 1950s and 1960s, very few establishments welcomed gay people. Following the social upheaval of World War II, many people in the United States felt a fervent desire to restore the pre-war social order and hold off the forces of change, according to historian Barry Adam. Spurred by the national emphasis on anti-communism, Senator Joseph McCarthy conducted hearings searching for communists in the United States government, the army, and other government-funded agencies and institutions, leading to a national paranoia. Anarchists, communists, and other people deemed un-American and subversive were considered security risks. Gay men and lesbians were included on this list based on the theory that they were susceptible to blackmail. Between 1947 and 1950, 1,700 federal job applications were denied. 4,380 people were discharged from the military, and 420 were fired from their government jobs for being suspected homosexuals. 
Throughout the 50s and 60s, the FBI and most police departments kept lists of known homosexuals and their favored establishments and friends. State and local governments followed suit. Bars catering to gay men and lesbians were shut down and their customers were arrested and exposed in newspapers. Cities performed sweeps to rid neighborhoods, parks, bars and beaches of gay people. They outlawed the wearing of opposite gender clothes and universities expelled instructors suspected of being homosexual. In 1952, the American Psychiatric Association listed homosexuality as a mental disorder. In response to this, Los Angeles area homosexuals created the Mattachine Society in 1950 in the home of communist activist Harry Hay. Their objectives were to unify homosexuals, educate them, provide leadership and assist with legal troubles. But after facing opposition to a more radical approach, the Mattachine shifted their focus to assimilation and respectability. They reasoned that they would change more minds by proving that gay men and lesbians were normal people, no different from heterosexuals. In 1965, news on Cuban prison work camps for homosexuals inspired Mattachine, New York, and D.C. to organize protests at the United Nations and the White House. Similar demonstrations were then held at other government buildings. At the same time, Demonstrations in the civil rights movement and opposition to the Vietnam War grew in prominence, frequency, and severity, as did confrontations with police forces. A cohort of poets, later named the Beat Poets, wrote about the evils of the social organization at the time, glorifying anarchy, drugs, and hedonistic pleasures over unquestioning social compliance, consumerism, Close-mindedness.